three, two, one. Good afternoon, everybody. You're listening to Radio Harbor Country, WRHC 106.7 in Three Oaks, Michigan, and 93.5 Sawyer, Michigan. Welcome to Episode 1, Johnny LaSalle Secret Stash. I'm John Goldman, also sometimes known as Johnny LaSalle. Uh, let me introduce you to my co-host here, Adam Conley. Adam is a lead guitarist for Three Oaks bass band Bone Naked. He's also a lead guitarist for local supergroup The Beer Hippies and occasionally sits in with Stealing the Farm. He's played with a band called Tree. And, uh, you know, he's also really good at getting real close in those uh, general admission shows and, and getting the musicians' attention and getting, uh, getting them to throw them their guitar picks. All right, we're going to play some tunes from our own secret stashes and talk about all things music. Today's show, we welcome special guest Matt Sipion. Uh, he's a drummer with his family's namesake band, the Sipion Family Band. But uh, first, we're going to check out a song from uh, Merle Sanders and Jerry Garcia off their 1973 album, Well Matched. Here we go. Junior Wells' Mystery Train on Johnny LaSalle's Secret Stash. Train, train, put it down, down the 
Yeah, all right. Jerry Garcia and Merle Saunders and their well-matched album as uh, Junior Wells' Mystery Train. 
And uh, this is Johnny LaSalle's Secret Stash. Got my co-host here, Adam Conley. What's up, Adam? Howdy. How are you? All right. This is it. This is uh, the beginning of the show. All right. Episode one. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. You heard that song before, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Plenty of times. Yeah. Probably once a week. I knew you had that (laughs) one. All right. Well, we're very excited. We're here today with Matt Sipian from the Sipian Family Band, and well, that's that's the least of it. We're gonna we're gonna get into all that. One of a few, yes. Yeah, Matt. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. This is this is awesome. Yeah, welcome. Thanks. Episode uno. Yeah, episode one. How about that? First victim. You know, you know, be be nice to me, please. <laughs> oh yeah, no. So uh, you know, I just wanted to get a little where where are you from? How'd you? Uh, uh, what do you do? Well, uh, I I do a lot of things, uh, and in fact, I'm from a lot of places. So <laughs> all right. So uh, where'd you grow up? I grew up in Fort Collins, Colorado. Actually, oh, that's right. Yeah, um, been here in Michigan in the uh, Southwest Michigan for. Mm, Probably going on 12, 13, 14 years or so. Right. I don't know. I'll have to do the math later on. But, uh, yeah, I grew up in Fort Collins, Colorado. I was born in Florida. Uh, ended up in Fort Collins when I was about four years old, you know, against my will, obviously. <laughs> four. You didn't have a Strong lot of objections. Didn't have a, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a lot, a lot to of, say about that. <laughs> I didn't have anything to say about that right. at that point. <laughs> but. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, so you're a drummer. Uh, I am. How did that happen? How did you start playing the drums? Um, actually, it started uh, when my older brother, Nathan, um, he started taking guitar lessons when he was about six years old um, at a place called Mr. Music, or, or the Music Maker, that's what it was. The Music Maker in Loveland, Colorado, when All he was right. six. Um uh, he just started getting really good and excelling at it at a rapid rate. And uh, after three, four years of that, um, he decided it was time to start a band. And uh, I was taking an interest in the drums from the, an early age as well. So, you know, I, know, I was probably like six or seven years old myself when he was like, hey, I know uh, all these songs. Why don't you grab some pillows and pots and pans and <laughs> let's? Uh, and then uh, I taught my little brother Jared how to play the bass guitar, and kind of gave me the, the basics of rhythm. And we all just started playing. Um, got my first drum set when I was eight years old. All right. Um, and this is kind of a funny story. Also, we were at, and this is where Mr. Music comes in. <laughs> That's why I slipped up there uh mr music was a pawn shop in fort collins colorado which specialized in in secondhand music gear and it was my brother's birthday nate's nathan's birthday and uh our dad took us shopping at mr music or took him shopping at mr music and there for 175 dollars there was a 1960s pearl president fiberglass shell drum kit that was in super bad shape (laughs) so he bought that for me on my brother's birthday (laughs) awesome nice there you go that's that's kind of birthday you like so nate got a drummer for his birthday yeah (laughs) and it's all downhill from there really um and we've been playing ever since cool so uh nate's a guitar player Mm -hmm. jared's a bass player yep uh, who else plays in, in your uh, house? Um, my... How many siblings did you have growing up? Oh, goodness. Well, uh, let's see. I have three brothers and two sisters. Right. Um, I'm the second oldest, so it's Nathan, me, and then Jared, and then uh, Abram. Abram, he was more of an athlete than a musician, uh-huh. so he's, uh, he's currently a Marine stationed in Hawaii, uh, of all places. And then uh, my little sister, Bethia, is actually quite the vocalist and uh, guitar player herself. Uh-huh. She's kind of a, a solo act. And then uh, uh, my youngest sister, Alyssa, did a lot of work uh, with the Coloma High School Choir and is a wonderful vocalist and, um, and uh, you know, it's something that she's planning on pursuing in the future. I think I've heard one of your sisters play mandolin. Um, yes. Or, uh... I think I think some that would be Bethy. Uh, it was a ukulele. Actually. A ukulele, <laughs> some, okay. so, some sort of small guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some small sort of stringed small instrument. Small stringed instrument. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> yeah. No. So, so music runs very deep in our in our blood and yeah. our family. So. so the Sipian Family Band. How did that form? 
Well, um, again, it originally was the Scipion Brothers band. It was Nathan, me, and my younger brother, Jared. And then uh, along the way, we met uh, this young lady named Leslie Rock at the livery open mic night, actually, in, in Benton Harbor. All right, so, so that brought ago. you to... So you were you've been in Michigan since you were twelve. Uh, no, I've been in Michigan uh, twelve since years I was, for for about twelve, 12 years. years. Uh, since I was about sixteen, just about seventeen. So I turned seventeen shortly after we moved here, and uh, <laughs> I, I suppose I'll tell you I'm thirty two years old now. So that's All right. uh, that's twelve years. I'm glad right? you said yeah, that because yeah. I was trying to do the math and it just wasn't just wasn't coming together. Yeah, you got to have all pieces of the equation to yeah. do the math, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, it's been about 12 years. Um, right. And uh, we didn't meet Leslie until we moved here, obviously, because this is where she's from. And um, met her at the open mic night at uh, Delivery. Um, oh, goodness. I don't even know how long ago. Um, and she, we, we were very taken by her voice, and we asked her to join our band as, as a front lady. Because, uh, uh, you know, we're musicians. We're not necessarily vocalists. <laughs> <laughs> so she joined up with us. Um, we uh, started uh, started writing songs and playing songs with her and playing shows and things like that. And uh, her and my brother um, eventually fell in love and got married. Oh, and nice. uh, my uh, little brother, Jared, eventually felt led to joined the army actually and so he kind of we parted ways with him uh they got married and ipso facto it became the Scipion family band rather than the Scipion brothers band because yeah. leslie being a Scipion now she's was that the deal she's not a brother she had she has to marry one of you to be in the band. <laughs> yes that was in her in the contract in fact yes uh-huh no no was she a part not. of the band before she uh and nate started going out uh, yes. Oh, yep. Right. She was, she was dating another one of our friends at the time. And then, uh, yeah, somehow they, <laughs> then, well, the guitar player, <laughs> you know, you know how these the things go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right, oh, yeah. Adam. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah d- don't, don't be a drummer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, well, there's that Wilco song, you know, uh, the Wilco song, the drummer, uh, heavy the metal, drummer. yeah, heavy metal yeah. drummer, heavy metal drummer. <laughs> you know, let your daughter marry a heavy metal drummer. <laughs> Don't let her, or let her. I think it encourages. Oh uh, really? Oh wow! I think it's okay. an encouraging song for drummers. Blast beats around the house. I don't know. Musicians can be pretty shady characters sometimes. But anyway, We're that's that's probably that's, not lazy if you're a drummer i mean you have the well, most I'm, physically demanding job and you have to lazy. haul that stuff shady. So, well well i'm just saying you know no, probably I'm, not lazy it might be shady but you wouldn't be lazy no in fact i i believe wholeheartedly that drummers are the hardest working people not in the world necessarily Physically. but in the in the band yeah, yeah. um in fact i i <laughs> well you do get to sit the whole time yeah. that's true that's There's true that. that's yeah. true <laughs> Uh, but you know, you're kind of, oh, you're almost sure. doing Kung Fu for, uh, I don't know, half to three hours. Yeah. So I, I always consider drummers the athletes of musicians. <laughs> I'm always surprised when there's a fat drummer. Uh, know? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, well, you I mean, know. even like Bill Kreutzmann's got a little punch yeah, on, you know? Well, I'm not, you know, I've been, Bonzo. <laughs> ever since I hit my thirties, I've been swelling up a little too, but <laughs> was there a lot of I know your your dad's a big music fan. Yes, was there is. a lot of music around the house growing up? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, what and what were you being exposed to? Mostly classic rock, and uh, you know the your Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, um, Joe Walsh, the Eagles. Um, actually, he hated the Eagles, but he loved Joe Walsh. <laughs> that was, that was this weird, your dad? But, yes, yeah. my dad Paul. Paul said we love. The man, <laughs> the legend. <laughs> but yes, of course, you know, he heavily influenced our, our uh, not just our passion and, and interest in music, but also our style and our, our flavor. You know? And it sounds like he made it possible, you know? Absolutely, he did. Got you guys going yep. at an early yep. age. Oh, yeah. you know, got you set up with I, didn't, I didn't have a job when I was eight years old. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. And well, he's, he's still a huge supporter. He's at... Oh, I think every show I've ever been at of yours, he's show. been there, and he's usually he's front and center, yeah. Yeah. dancing, which is his butt off, awesome. So. Is, yeah. yeah, very cool. Uh, when you guys, 
was started writing music for your band mm -hmm. did it uh dig into or or um reach back to some of the stuff that you grew up with some of the classic rock songs absolutely absolutely i mean um you know uh you're always going to be influenced by something uh, there's there's very little that's truly original anymore when it comes to music it's always got to it's kind of all recycled and rearranged but it's always you know influenced there's it's it comes down to style is what it is and that's definitely kind of the style that me and 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 Nate and Leslie settled on was kind of a more of a classic rock um traditional old school kind of feel and vibe and um and uh Nate and Leslie actually they've been in very much into like indie underground bands as well uh -huh. so that that influence has kind of been creeping in in the past five to six right. years as well yeah i noticed uh some of your um uh some of your own songs mm -hmm. don't really have uh, a straight on rock beat as much as they do right. they, they they're right. much more kind of creative in their um patterns and exactly. things like that it's, yeah and that that's where that that it kind of indie realm comes in is or or off the beaten path a little, you know, not not so formulated, because you know, mu music can be very predictable, but its predictability is what makes it interesting. Because then you take that, and then you trick people with it, you know, uh -huh. and kind of fool them into expecting one thing, and then throw something else at them. But um, and and Nate Nate is the songwriter. He he writes most of our songs, if not all of them. Uh, in in conjunction with Dan, Danny Dine, actually, him and Danny Dine, uh, our our set list is about half and half. Uh, and Danny Dine's uh, one of the guitar players with the band, he right? Is, yep, yep. Would you consider them the uh, lead guitar player or the rhythm guitar, or, or there's not really that distinction between they Nate and they Danny. both do both. Yeah, they both do okay. both. They both trade back and forth. In fact, there's a uh, a song. I can't remember which one. I think it's. Uh, one of our songs, uh, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank on what the title is at the moment. They actually go back and forth as soloists, uh, and it gets a little intense, and <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah, they definitely play off of each other and trade back and forth, and it's awesome. It's awesome. Does it make it hard for you as a drummer to try to you know follow that or you know, uh, no. work with... Um uh, not at all, because you know what? They're following me. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, so so what about when you're, you, you know, you guys play your own songs? Is is it difficult to uh, uh, set up the drum um, music for, for your own individual songs? It It's a bit of a challenge at first. And uh, when we first are writing a song, Nate or Danny will bring the idea and the, uh, the structure and we'll, we'll play it through. And I'll interpret it on my own as we play it through. And then uh, Nate or Danny will have notes or, or uh, expectations or, um, you know, ideas that they want from me. And them being the creative control behind that, I'm very open and willing to, to oblige them to do so. Because, uh, you know, that's, that's part of being a working musician is being versatile and being... Um, you know, you got you got to put the ego aside and be like, oh, you don't want me to do that there, then I won't. Yeah. And does you'd anyone, rather I do this, then I will. Does know? anyone else in the band play drums? Um, <clears throat> Danny Dine actually had uh, been taking lessons from Billy Sticks Nicks in South Bend oh, for right. a couple few years. Uh, I think he. But not to the been. point where you have other people coming in like here here's your part because because uh, uh, no. i could you know so that so you know, no they still I need you to come up with they do they do yeah. they absolutely do and they still need me to play it yeah well it's just a matter of like yeah. <laughs> like when nate's trying to communicate these ideas to me it's it's kind of silly sometimes it's like it's more of a boom He's not going to sit down and play it right, for me. Yeah. You know, he's I'll show you which drum does what kind exactly, of sound. Exactly. He still relies on my expertise for that. And and he does rely on my input as far as you know whether or not I think it's a good idea for that part to be there or not. But, um, you know, it's very mutual. Uh, and, again, we, we, try to, we try to keep our egos out of it as much as possible. I know being a musician and a performer and uh, on stage sometimes that <laughs> and playing with family and playing with family that those things can all be a challenge to 
uh, staying humble. But, you know, it's key. It's very yeah. key. Yeah, cool. Well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we uh, play a song and come back and talk to Matt a little more? Uh what is, what about that song you were talking about, Adam? I uh, I'm gonna throw out a hard case off the latest Tedeschi Trucks Band album, nice. which is uh, Signs, correct? Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Uh, Some came out in February. A uh, lot of kind of down tempo-y, reflective stuff on it. They were I know they were going through a lot and like whatever. Um, but one of the more up tempo rocking songs on it. I mean. Some of those songs I, I have a hard time getting through because they're pretty heavy, you know. But but this is one of the the more up, upbeat ones. So yeah, uh, hard case. All right, here we go. Hard case. Tedeschi Trucks Band. What, what uh, signs? Right. All right, here we go. On uh, Johnny LaSalle's. Well, let's do a, a Johnny LaSalle's secret stash, and we're on uh, WRHC. 106.7 in Three Oaks, Michigan, and 93.5 WRHZ out of Sawyer, Michigan. Also, you can uh, find us streaming. If you go to the uh, Radio Harbor Country website, you can uh, tap on the on the uh, stream button and listen to us wherever the Internet is available. Here we go. Hard case. Tedeschi Trucks Band.
as hell didn't love her this much when I met her Much as I was just captured again and again She could turn her eyes away and still hold me under A river of beauty and mystery pulling me in She told me her name I knew I would die slowly I knew I was destined To live with this pain Every night For each night I stand with my father Playing our music We cry out her name And her memory Under the lights And each night I pray Forget about Georgia She'll never love me like I know love's supposed to be Each night I pray I'll forget about Georgia But a part of me hopes that she'll never forget about me San Francisco A night so perfect I try to forget about it now And Ray Charles is singing her name Like rain on my window And I want to release her But I can't begin to know how So I say Ray Forget about Georgia mm, Cause she'll never love me Like I know love's supposed to be I say, Ray Let me forget about Georgia But a part of me hopes That she'll never forget about me Oh, a part of me hopes
You heard uh, Hard Case by Tedeschi Trucks, and then we just played you Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Reels, Forget About Georgia. Just such, I mean, it just hits you, you know? I mean, that's just Absolutely. such an intense song. I love that song, you know? And the relating back to his dad, Willie Nelson, and Ray Charles, and bringing the whole Georgia thing in there. Oh, wow. I know, one of my favorite songs. Uh, one of my recent most favorite songs. Dry your eyes, Adam. I, so thankfully, I thankfully just caught the, the tail end. <laughs> yeah. I stepped out of the room. <laughs> it wouldn't have been a dry eye in the house no, otherwise. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good song if you can... Knock me out still on the, the, the 20th time. I, I know, to yeah. <laughs> it's really a good one. All right, well, we're here still with Matt Sipian. Good to have you in the studio here today, Matt. Oh, and, of course, pleasure. my co-host Adam Conley with yeah. us. Uh, hey, Matt, we were talking during the break or during the, you know, while we were playing the songs about, you know, some of the other stuff you've got going Absolutely, on. Absolutely, yeah. Um, well, first with Sipian Family Band, do you have any, uh, any uh, shows coming up? We, we've got a couple. Um, we are kind of taking it a little easy this year. Um, Leslie, uh, my older brother's wife, Leslie Sipian, obviously, um, she just had her second baby. Oh, um, right. Uh, not, uh, but uh, almost a year ago, actually. Uh, I believe her birthday is on the 20th of May, which is the day before my birthday. All right. <laughs> so she's about to be a year old. Um, so we've kind of been taking it easy on that front. Um, we just recently played a, a featured show at Delivery in Benton Harbor. I was which, there. Oh, cool, yeah. yeah. Adam was there. <laughs> that was fun. Um, it, that went very well. Um, other than that, though, coming up, and I don't think we have anything else coming up until August. Okay. Um, um, the first thing, I believe, will be... At the livery again. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's that's kind of our like, favorite place. Yeah, that is such a great place to it see is. music and one of the premier venues in the area for, for sure. sure. For sure. Um, yeah. Sorry to make this a livery commercial. Well, no, <laughs> it's, it's, listen, it's an awesome livery, sounding room. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, also, lots of awesome stuff. I, I do a lot of uh, uh, sound engineering and, and production there for them as well right. uh, on the side. It's just I, I love that place. Uh, and then um, so we'll be playing their anniversary party actually on August. Um, somewhere in the teens. They're somewhere one of the sixteenth or something. I want to say. Um, they're one of the early breweries yeah. around here yes. too. They're one they of have, the OG breweries. Uh huh. Sure. And they have uh, persevered. You know, I yes. mean, they don't even have distribution, yep. and they and just keep killing it. They, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think they might have a, a little bit of distribution at this oh, do point. They now? Yeah, okay. which is a recent development. Uh -huh. You know, they've had a lot of ups and downs over the years, but where they are now um, with Simon, their, yeah. their head brewer slash Making owner, some great beer too. Oh my goodness, such good beer. And Brandon brings in some and great Brandon uh, shows there. Yeah, oh, yeah. He, he's doing a, a phenomenal job at booking and and promoting the place, and uh, it's just a joy to be. A part of it honestly yeah it's, it's that's so much great fun. so cool. we'll, be, we'll be playing their anniversary party on the 17th of august all right cool um uh, along with uh, uh i think uh jesse ray jesse ray and the Carolina? Car Carolina, Car Carolina catfish. Carolina catfish. Yeah. All right. No, I saw Jesse at, Ray and the Carolina catfish. So. I saw it at Burnham a couple years ago. Oh, really? We're, we're great. Absolutely. So. Another great brewery. Yeah. In the yeah. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I plan on being there. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. And then um, shortly after that, uh, also in August, it'll be the 31st, actually, we'll be playing uh, Music in the Park for Three Oaks. Oh, the Sipian Family Band. The Sipian Family Band. Uh, that's like walking distance from where we are. From right where now. we are right, right here. here absolutely. Uh, yep. right and it's a beautiful spot. Downtown Three Oaks. I, I, know, I know a lot of other local groups have played there yeah. a lot and uh, have loved it, and uh, we're really looking forward to that. Yeah, so. cool. Yeah. So what else you got going on? Uh, you Sipian Family Band, and you do mm -hmm. sound at the livery, yep. and any other projects you're working on? Um, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm also uh, involved in a group called uh, Mike Struen and Roots Down. And um, again, we're kind of taking a light year this year. So me and Mike uh, will be playing uh, some duet stuff where I do percussion and he does uh, uh, guitar and vocals and stuff like that. Um, we've got a few dates coming up this summer all around the county. Um, and uh, it's a lot of fun to play with Mike because he's, he's, he's right up my alley. He, we play a lot of, uh, and, and these are some of his original tunes too, are like funk 
and reggae oriented and um he's got a little little bit of country and blues you know trickled in there a little sprinkled in a little bit mm-hmm. and then uh um and we i've been playing with him for a good five six years now and it's just super fun when you play with mike do you expand it beyond your regular drum kit do you bring in bongos or yes i do actually you know, um, um bells or i don't know <laughs> all the bells and whistles <laughs> uh yes uh and uh, you know, sinks. Uh, normally I play a primarily drum kit with him when we're in our full mm-hmm. roots down configuration, but, um, um, the stripped down version is me on congas and bongos and shakers and tambourines and, uh, you know, any, any other little djembe's. fun toy, djembe's and all, right. all that fun stuff, hand percussion, um, just to, just to bring it into the, you know, uh, stripped down folky realm a little bit. And, yeah. Um, and it's, it's a lot of fun. All right, sounds good. That's that's Mike Struan and the Roots Down Mike band. Mike Struan and Roots Down. Yep. When you guys go um, do your acoustic thing, you still call yourselves that, or is, do you have something else you call yourselves? Uh, I mean, he he mainly operates under his own name, Mike okay. Struan, because um, he he's been he's a known dude. He is yeah. actually he's he's fairly well known in the area. Um, he he started his career out in Oregon, actually, I think Portland area. And, uh, and, uh, eventually uh, he's from here. So he migrated back, you know, everybody comes back. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, but that's, that's where he kind of started out. And, uh, we just got done recording, uh, 12, 12 tracks actually at third coast recording company in, um, Grand Haven, Michigan. Oh yeah. Out wow. there. Um, and uh, another uh, phenomenal place. Great place. A lot of great music coming out of there. So look that up if you get a chance. Cool. To. So is that going to be out soon? Um, hopefully mid to late summer. Awesome. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah, like I said, it was 12 tracks. So there's a lot of work to be yeah. done after the fact. Tighten it up. But, uh, super fun. A uh, great experience to be a part of. You gonna get a producing credit for that? <laughs> Songwriting. We'll credit. see what happens. <laughs> okay. Publishing. Uh, I'm open to whatever. Yeah. I'm just happy to be a part of the project for the most part, though. Oh, that's you exciting. Yeah, yeah, it is. And again, I, I fully stand behind Mike's music and his uh, his writing skills and just really phenomenal stuff. So keep an eye out. You know. All right. We'll be on the scene. Cool. Who's uh, Who's your favorite drummer? Not 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 even your biggest influence, but your your favorite drummer My to listen to, favorite drummer or to, to watch. To. Or... Uh, let me think about that. Um, let's see, let's see. My favorite drummer to watch or listen to, um, like the person that makes you want to go play drums, like. Um, well, okay. I, <laughs> we heard that. We heard that, John. <laughs> um, I mean. Let me let me let me start with my influences okay. because yeah. you know that's that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's that's you know obviously if they're gonna influence my style I do enjoy listening to them to a point. The uh, first and foremost, of course, uh, will be John Bonham yeah, from course. Led awesome. Zeppelin, which I've actually been listening to a little less lately because yeah. you know we've all we've all heard. Yeah, that. And, you know, <laughs> right. go back, not to like, sneeze at Led Zeppelin. He's yeah. got a limited amount of work too. Absolutely, so, you know. yeah. He only he was only around for so long. Um, I'll go back to that once a year and yeah. just burn myself out oh, on yeah. it all over exactly. again, though. And like, oh, yeah, well, and, and I haven't been going out of my way to listen to Led Zeppelin recently, so. When I do hear a Led Zeppelin song, it is it is yeah. semi refreshing these days. You played yeah. uh, Moby Dick I at, did. The, at the Livery Show. Uh, <laughs> I did a couple of two weeks ago. It was awesome. Yep. It was, that Good. was kind of impromptu, wasn't it? Um, you know, it was a surprise to me. That's for sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was awesome. And, well, thank you. I, I brought a friend of mine who who raved about you guys, and she said. You need to hang out with those guitar players more. You know. <laughs> she, she, yeah, thanks. you do, Adam. We, thanks. We, we love you. You know, we love you. Um, so yeah, obviously John Bonham, he's one of my main influences and yes, I did play the 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 classic uh Moby Dick uh Bonzo's Montreux. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was, it was it was a good 15 I don't know minutes, if I've so. ever heard you take like a just solo solo drum solo before, you know, and well, I, I was like, yes, there there it is. Well, you know, you got a special treat there. Yeah, well, <laughs> you should do it more often. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, and then uh, second to him <laughs> Would definitely be Stuart Copeland. Oh, nice. the police! Oh, yeah, yeah. awesome. Um, just such such an uh, eclectic mix of 
rock and roll and reggae and funk and um man just just focus in and listen to Stuart Copeland yeah. on any recording might be my favorite drummer like, very well might be definitely uh, one of mine and uh one of my biggest influences and actually now that we're on the subject is one of my favorite drummers to listen to awesome in there fact, you, go. you know um, yeah. and then uh from there you know one of my earliest influences and this is this is from a, a CD that one of my aunts got me way back in the day when I was like 12, 13 years old, you know, just kind of branching out as a musician was uh, uh, Gene Krupa and Buddy Rich. Oh, nice. Yeah. They, they actually made an album together, apparently, and went head to head. Buddy Rich, <laughs> man, Buddy yeah. Rich. Oh, yeah. Flies. He's, oh, my God, he's way ahead of his time. Yeah. Um, and Gene Krupa, you know, he's. He's got a little more of a looser, sloppy style, but there's just such a charm to it that, you know, and, and jazz. Jazz, if you're going to be a musician, especially a drummer, jazz is really the epitome of that, mm-hmm. I feel like, personally. Um, other than that, um, I'm not familiar with the names of them, but uh, people like uh, uh, Snarky Puppy, they're, they're oh, kind they're of drumming. recent. Uh, their drummer and percussionist, they work in tandem so well. In fact, uh, what was it, a couple of years ago, uh, the drummer and percussionist of that band had have a side project called Ghost Note. And they came to the Acorn Theater here in right, Three Oaks right. oh, not yeah. a couple of years ago. And Another great venue with oh, yeah. uh, great Absolutely. music there. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and that, that was just super inspiring and just a great, great thing to watch. So... Um, I have one last question for yeah, you uh, before we roll out of this uh, hour-long episode. Um, y- you know, obviously, uh, guitarists play together often. There's usually a lead guitar player and a rhythm guitar player. And and even, um, you know, there might be more than one vocalist in a band. But mm-hmm. there's not too many bands, especially smaller bands, that have more than one drummer. You ever True. get the opportunity to play with other drummers? Actually, and how's that been? Um, I, I did. Uh, and actually, early on in my career, too, uh, excuse me, back in Colorado. When, a little uh, percussion right there. <laughs> there we go. Some vibrations for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> back in Colorado when I was, you know, not first starting out, but, you know, I was a few, four years into my career as a drummer. Um, me and... This other guy, his name was Jared Campbell, actually, and he's probably never going to hear this or know that I'm talking about him, but uh, me and him were learning at the same time some of the same stuff, and uh, we would sit down in his basement, and I would set up my drums, he would set up his drums, we'd play together and jam and stuff, and, um, you know, it was a lot of fun. And then uh, one of the uh, configurations of the Scipion family band early on uh, shortly after my brother Jared had, had joined the army and, and left us, um, we were in search of other bass players. And one of our uh, earlier choices for a bass player came with a drummer. All right. <laughs> so there was a brief moment in time where the Scipion family band had two drummers. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, his name was Joe Bradley. Uh, very, I know Joe. You know Joe? Yeah. 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 He's, he's, yeah. he's a cool guy. I, I'm not sure where he's at these days, but... Uh, uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a bit of a challenge at first, but eventually we settled into a really nice groove and a really nice uh, 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 blend and balance yeah. of our two styles. And I think that's harder than it looks. It is absolutely slamming uh, out everywhere. In fact, on YouTube, um, one of the only shows we played in that configuration was a, a Michigan Peace Fest in Lakota, Michigan. And there should be a YouTube video of us playing Shakedown Street. All right, uh, oh, cool. with me and Joe Bradley on the drums, and uh, that wasn't. I'm not wearing a shirt, so it might be fun to watch. I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't uh, Rainbow Farms. Version. It was, uh, was no. It? it well, it was. Um, it was a. Atta- it was attached to Rainbow Farms. It, there was a connection oh, there okay. somehow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? It was called. Oh, I can't remember. Drawing a blank. I'm so sorry. Rainbow you know, Farms is a uh, story gonna, for another day. Mm. Yeah. I wanna, first of all, I want to really thank you, Matt, for yeah, thanks. coming oh, tonight. Pleasure, and guys. Short notice. Today, and, yeah. Helping us with our first episode here. Yeah, and you, you had uh, requested a song. I'm going to let you uh, talk about it. Yes, please. Okay. So this is uh, 
this is an artist that I was turned on to by, and I'm going to do a shout out here right now. This is a, a friend of mine, Nick Bauer, that I used to work with, who has great taste in Nick. music. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, you guys know right. Nick. Hi, Nick. Nick. Hi, Nick. I hope you're listening. <laughs> Nick. Um, Nick Bauer, he's got great taste in music, yeah. and um, he, we both used to work at the same uh, place, uh, uh, and uh, he would put this on, and it would just captivate me. And this is Idris Muhammad. And I'm, I'm not too savvy on his history or, or you know, where he comes from, but uh, I believe he is a drummer. So and this is why I chose this song. Awesome. Super fun, super easy, super funky. All right. And here it is. And we're going to close out. This is uh, Johnny LaSalle's Secret Stash with Adam Conley. Matt uh, Sipian here with us today as our Thanks, guest. Matt. No, you might think We'll you. see you for part two. I can't wait to hear the second episode. And this is WRHC 106.7 FM in Three Oaks and available through 93.5 WRHZ in Sawyer, Michigan and also available through the Radio Harbor Country website. Just stream us and uh, check out, look out for our podcast coming up. It's Loran's Dance by Idris Mohammed. Thanks, everybody. Good night.